This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? It is Garrett the Trash Man 2021. John the Batman Ballad here to throw down. What is happening, John? I'm just glad to be here, dude. Yeah. Dude. Yes. We are here. We're breathing. It's a good day, baby. It's a good day to have our blood pumping. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to roll right into my rant with this. This wasn't what I was planning, but it's great. So my Uncle Dennis, great Uncle Dennis, you know, something he used to always say is he'd have problems. He ran a concrete business, had a big concrete business. And like most business owners, they're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Concrete, I don't know what it's like to run that business, but you got problems that you got to solve. Mm-hmm. And my dad worked for him for a long time. And I, I loved what my dad would always say. He said, we'd wake, we'd be on a job and there'd be some sort of issue, you know, that a lot of people would be stressed out about, freaking out about. And my Uncle Dennis would just take a deep breath and he'd say, I love it. Keeps my blood pumping. And I try to attack problems with that attitude. Like, oh, it's not like at the end of the world or like it's wrong. Like it, those problems are supposed to be there. It's like it says in Loving What Is, highly recommend that book, all stress in life comes from arguing with reality. And if you can just embrace reality and you know how, you know why things are supposed to be the way they are, because they are that way. That's how you know they're supposed to be that way, because they are that way. And if you stop arguing with that and can just love that and just be like, yeah, like this is exactly how it's supposed to be. You can face issues and problems like, uh. Like old Uncle Dennis, just, all right, keeps my blood pumping. Life would be boring if I didn't have problems. I have I have poured enough mud to know that, yes, problems arise in the concrete industry. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're supposed to be there. They're going to happen, and you just get through it, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure, like, it, it, you know, he wasn't pouring driveways. He was pouring, you Commercial know, stuff. Com- huge oh. lots, you know, Walmart type deals well i'm sure you're gotta have it right on because if you mess up profits down the drain oh i i've got a story of a messed up like million yard pour up in flagstaff let's hear the story dude everyone loves stories are you a good storyteller john uh, would you label yourself a good storyteller between good better and best i'd say better nice and Tyler obviously disagrees. <laughs> All right, well, let's no, hear your story. Was, uh, Let the people decide. No, I just remember hearing um, some concrete guys that were doing work for my brother about a big pour um, that they had actually, someone had called their crew and said, hey, we got this, we're under man, we're doing this huge pour. It's like a million yards. Mm-hmm. You know, they did it in sections. And with big, these big concrete slabs, one, they test the concrete when the trucks show up before they even pour it, mm-hmm. they test it at seven days, 14 days, and 21 days after the pour. Mm-hmm. They drill into it and test it. Well, somebody either ordered the wrong mix or they mixed the mix wrong, and it failed the seven, 14, and 21 days inspections. And so, I mean, like millions of dollars worth of concrete had to be torn out and hauled off. I was like, Ooh, man, Ooh. I wish I could have got paid to tear that out and haul it off. That hurts my kidneys mm. just thinking whoever had uh-huh. to eat that one. Dude, we had a similar, I mean, nothing to that scale, but it could have been absolutely horrendous for us. Um, 
If you look out there, you may notice Larson Waste's newest fuel tank, which, by the way, Larson Waste, sponsor of this podcast, world's best trash company. Thank you, Larson Waste. So we get that up there. We get the fuel in. We fill up two trucks, and the pump stops working on us. So we're like, oh, great. Little did we know that was the best thing that could happen to us. We call the guys. Okay, yeah, we'll send someone up. We'll get working on that pump. It was gas. Wasn't gas. We're not sure. We sent it to the lab to see what it is. Because it was supposed to be winterized diesel. Completely froze up those two trucks. Absolutely froze them up as if it was water almost. Like totally froze up. Now we've got an incredible mechanic crew. Got those two trucks going. And boom, out the road. But could you imagine if that pump Ooh. wouldn't have broke on us. Ooh. And we would have filled all 50 of our trucks. Showed up the next morning without a single truck able to run. Ooh. That's a bad day. That would be a bad day, sir. You're you are correct, <laughs> and uh, you know it's crazy, crazy how things that's, that's keeps, keeps the blood pumping. Yeah. yeah. Well, John, are you ready to rant? I am. I actually didn't even thought about a rant, but I've got one now. Perfect. So here's my rant. So my rant is, I woke up yesterday morning, and it was just I woke up, and man, I was just grateful for life, like. Back to work, got lots going on, was just excited about things, and, like, it's incredible, like, so, like, I, I felt really grateful for, for just, like, the life I get to live, but then I also thought, like, you know, live life to the fullest out of not only a responsibility to, like, yourself or whatever you want to be responsible around in life, mm-hmm. but, like, there's just... How do I want to put this into words? I got. I, I had this like overwhelming urge of like, man, I just need to be responsible for like what I can do to not only be responsible for myself, but like those that have like invested in me, and like those that are cheering for me. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you really look at it, like there's so many people cheering for you. And, like, there's so many people that, like, want you to succeed. And even though they may not call you on a daily basis and, like, say that. Yeah. Like, they're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, whether you may be down in, in a moment and be like, oh, man, whatever's going on with you. Like, remember, dude, there's a lot of people cheering for you. And, like, I was just really grateful for that yesterday. So, that's, dude, my, that's my rant, dude. You know who else is rooting for you and who knows you can accomplish 10x whatever you're accomplishing right now is God, the yeah. big guy upstairs. Yeah, he's you know, the biggest cheerleader there is. That's the thing. Like, man, if you're ever feeling down, just remember, like, man, you're a child of God. Like, you can do whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nothing stopping you. Yeah. Oh, that's that's that was very prevalent. You got a responsibility to those who cheerlead you, mm-hmm. to God. I mean, you're ble- if you're listening to this podcast, you're blessed. You're blessed. Like, man, you're not enslaved in some place in the Middle East if you're listening to this podcast. So you're doing better than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So or, or living in a hut somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I wonder they may have a better, better setup. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? You know that that four tin walls with the the direct TV and the. Oh, I ain't talking about that kind of oh. stuff. Because they may be listening. Maybe. I mean, we get a lot of listens down in Tina. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's But awesome. uh, I'm talking like in, I don't know where it would, rainforest 
type people that uh, you know are still living in tribes, and you know you just hunt and eat what you hunt. And I doubt they're listening. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and they may actually have it better. I mean, yeah, just, they, they could just hunt some stuff, gather some stuff, probably rolling around naked still. Yep, dude. I, dude, I, when you watch those movies and you look at those things, and it makes you think, like, man. Like simpler that, times. Yeah, some of that seems kind of nice. Like I, I could handle just hunting all day and 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 like having you know just a simpler life. It's yeah. not better or worse to me. Like it'd just be simpler. And at the same time, you know, hunting that we do would be a little bit different. Of it's like yeah, my my uh, kids starve to death and die if I don't kill something. Yeah. So maybe the stress is there just as much. Yeah, probably. Anyway, dude, what we're going to podcast about today, we discussed it a little bit yesterday, mm-hmm. was what we are going to do to make 2021 a great year. What are you and I doing to start this year off right? Yeah, so I do have one thing to say around that. And first off is I've seen so many things right now of people like, oh, you know, 2020 was the worst year ever. And, like, yeah, there were some things that sucked about it, but that was not my experience. Yeah. And, like, you know, so if you're saying, oh, man, 2021 is going to be so much better just because it's 2021, like, just because it's not December and it's January now, like, I don't think that's going to be the the, the catalyst behind that. Like, listen, make it what you want. Yeah. Yeah, a couple things on that one. We're going to have to pay the piper for all that happened in 2020. You can't shut down an entire country and not have to pay for that some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. You can't give out a bunch of money and not have to pay for that some some way, somehow. So on like the, hey, what's going to be happening outside of you? I don't think it's going to be any quote-unquote better than 2020. I think it will look a lot more complicated and a lot worse. And that being said... Moving over, uh, incredible quote by the good Sir Mark Maneri mm. was, if your internal state is dependent on external circumstances, you are screwed. Yeah. And so if your 2020 was bad because external circumstances, what I can tell you is 2021's not going to get any better until you realize that your internal state cannot depend on something outside of you. Yeah. And so, which I think leads perfectly into what I want to start with, because I want to talk about, hey, we're doing this, we're planning like this, or whatever you've got to say around that, but like you, you've said before, the principles are so important. So I want to talk some principles first that are super, super important, I think, as we look at these things. And something that I've been looking at, and it's really been present for me, is this idea of following your passion. It's so many people are putting that out there like, oh, you got to do what you love, you know, follow your passion, yada, yada. Okay, cool. And you know what I've got to say about I agree with Mike Rowe. And he says, your passion is too fickle to follow. Mm. And I couldn't agree with that more. And he says, do not ever follow your passion, but always bring your passion with you. And just like your internal state needs to depend on you inside, that's a principle that I wish could be instilled to everyone is this principle that passion 
isn't something outside of you. It's not a thing. It's not a specific job. It's not a schedule. Passion is something that comes from inside of you. And showing up with passion is what's going to make this year a great year. And that doesn't matter if you're cleaning toilets, if you're a garbage man, if you're wiping some old dude's ass. Like, and that doesn't mean that you have to stick in with where you're at. But what I can tell you is what's going to get you out of the part that you don't like is showing up with passion. And that's what's going to produce the opportunities to get in something that, that you may be more happy about. Yeah, or just better at. Yeah, because I, I mean that's another thing micro hits hard on is that um, the because you're passionate about something does not mean you're good at it. Yeah. And hey, I am one of the most passionate people you ever meet about basketball. You don't see me playing in the NBA, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, it just uh, like and and it's not to crush anyone's dreams or anything like that, but like. I, I feel like so many people take those things in and they're, they're, they're chasing after a ghost. Like there's not this perfect thing out there where all of a sudden, like happiness is not something you arrive to or something you find. It's something you create within. Mm-hmm. And people, so many people are encouraging people to go out there and look for their passion and find what they love and find happiness. It's like, no, bring the passion and you'll create a fulfilled life. And it's, I, as I thought about this topic and going on it, it's, it's story time today. I thought of the story of richest man in Babylon, because I think that's a great example. That's one of the hidden gems, like any good writing or true text. There's so much learning that can be done in that one story. Like you look at richest man in Babylon, the first read, you might say, oh, it's a story about financial literacy. And it has a couple ideas, but you can just keep digging and there's more and more. And so I encourage everyone to read it, but to just give a basic overview of it is this richest man in Babylon started off as a slave. Mm -hmm. And he brought passion to the work he was doing. Um, Now, slave in Bible time is a little bit different than, you know, early America. Like you were a slave, but then you had some freedom as long as you got your work done in any way. And then you could actually buy yourself and stuff. And that's what this guy did. He brought passion. He says, work was my best friend. He brought passion to the work. Any work, he didn't get to choose his work. Yeah. Whatever work his owner told him he was going to do. He brought passion to it and then passion to whatever he could do after after that job was done. And it led him to more and more and more eventually until he became the richest man in the richest city in the world at the, the time. The world, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the principle I would like to like I'm focusing on and bringing this this year because it can it can take form in many different ways. Um, it can, and, and I, there's some stuff going on in my life that, that I won't share publicly, but I've held back some of my passion telling myself, well, once I get X, X, then I I'll be really passionate and bring in, it's like, no, 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 that's backwards. Yeah. So you're putting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So that was kind of the principle I wanted to go in and, and look at, okay, what are we going to do? Um, to make 2021 a great year. Now, that being said, what I shared, is there any principle or 
or stuff you'd like to add to that before we get into like the tactics of what we do to to start off our year and, and set it up for success? Um, I think a lot for me, what I'm what I'm doing for for me in my life to um, to to create success and and have the kind of 2021 that I want to have is really I've slowed myself down and really done work around like what do I want, what do I create, and find that clarity because my mind is going like crazy all the mm-hmm. time. Bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. And I, I, I would have to say getting clear on what I want and what I want to create is doing that. And, uh, and then, you know, just I, I've said this so many times, but making sure that I've got my relationship with old Mr. Fear mm-hmm. in check and I've got that out of the way so that I can operate in a way that works for me. Mm-hmm. So I guess those are kind of the two, the two principles of you know not oper- operating out of fear and and finding clarity and really understanding like okay what do I want this year and, and like simplifying it in a way that like oh huh, yeah I'll do this I do this and I do this and it's like I'm confident it'll create these results and like it's really not that complicated yeah yeah and I think another way of or something that ties right into fear that I think is perfectly right there is limitations yeah. like leadership is about producing and creating the outcomes you want. It's not useful to do that from a place of limitations. Mm-hmm. So as as you look to create this year, like, don't do it from a place of limitations. Um, so now, all that being said, I want to jump into tactically exactly what what I'll be doing to to create this. So start of 2020, um, I did these exercises and I did it um, by myself without my wife. And I decided, okay, this year I'm going to do this along with my wife. And with that being said, one thing I would like to note too is don't get so caught up either at the first of the year, like if it doesn't happen, you know, right when the clock strikes midnight. As an example, for me and my wife, um, these exercises that I'll describe, we, we had plans on doing it um, in the gap between Christmas and New Year's, and we were with family, kids got sick, then she got sick, and it just wasn't, we really wanted to be able to bring ourselves to it, and so we decided, oh, yeah, we'll just push that till we're settled here, and we'll do it um, next week, and, you know, there's obviously, you don't want to always, always, always do that, but it's not like, oh, no, we, we passed the first week of January, the year's already January started. 2nd. Oh, now we can't do anything. Because I, that's a real thing that people are like, oh, well, I didn't make it to the gym on the first week of January, so I'm not going to go. So anyway, don't get too wrapped up in the first of the year thing. However, I do think it is a useful thing yeah. to say, yeah, hey, this is a good good as start and like measure marker as any. I mean, you're just you. You create those, so that one seems as good as any to me. Yeah. Now, now is the best time. Yeah, so like if, if it works now, great. Yeah. So these exercises that that we're gonna do is before we go through and just say, hey, this is everything we want to accomplish this year. I love how you said you slowed yourself down. And so what we're gonna do to slow ourselves down is we and I've I've described this before in podcasts, but maybe you didn't hear it the first time, or maybe you want to just hear it again. We first are gonna spend. A lot of time looking at, writing down, and discussing what we are individually committed to. 
but truly committed to, truly what we will do whatever is necessary to do. Because, man, like, what what you'll actually do, whatever is necessary to do, that list isn't that big. Yeah. There might be a lot of things that, like, yeah, you just want, but truly, truly committed to. And so, to me, that doesn't look necessarily like, oh, going to the gym. What I'm actually committed to is myself. Mm-hmm. Like, living a fulfilled happy life and an aspect of that commitment is being healthy and feeling good about the way I look Mm -hmm. so that's what produces okay I'm gonna go to the JMX amount to serve this commitment and so getting really clear on those commitments does two things one the what needs to be produced to serve those commitments comes out of that. So we're not shooting in the dark of just like stuff we saw on Instagram that, oh yeah, we want that. It's like, what am I really committed to? Okay, it's not like, oh, I saw this guy have this truck and I really want that. Now, I could want that truck, but it it, it needs to come from my commitment areas yeah. of like, hey, this serves this commitment and that will be... Because then you're approaching it from a place of commitment, not a place of want or motivation. Mm-hmm. Because both of those, just like your passion, are fickle. Motivation comes and goes. What you want can kind of change. But what you're committed to, like you're already operating off of what you're committed to. That's already happening. No one's operating off of something that they're not committed to. You may, be, you may do things at times that you're not committed to, but you're... Like, you can't help it. That's the default what's going to happen. You're going to operate off of what you're committed to. And a lot of those things just might not be useful to the life you yeah. want to create. Absolutely. Um, so that's the first step. Me and my wife, I did it last year, and um, we're going to do it next week now because, like I said, kids got sick, all that, where it just we, we didn't feel like we had the space to fully bring ourselves. And we want to, like, we're going to do it, so we want to have a couple hours where the kids are handled we get to spend some time together and you know dig deep and so that'll be the first thing is okay these are what we're committed to and then we will make our list and we'll all it is is being responsible around those commitments like hey i'm i'm committed to my family and having an incredible experience okay what am i going to be responsible about okay that looks like like three meaningful vacations a year Great, babe, when are we going to take those vacations? This week, this week, this week. Perfect. Planned, handled, put the money aside for that. Great, perfect. Okay, I want to, you know, off of this commitment, uh, we need to do that. And it's just getting responsible around it is all it is. Taking the time to go through your commitments, see what that produces in action, and then responsible around those actions. Mm. And I would encourage if you're married, bring your wife into it. Because when I did that, one of the things that like came out of that process for me was showing up to jiu-jitsu once a week and doing jiu-jitsu. Now, that happens, um, unless I create something different, that happens in the evenings um, a couple days a week. And I can choose you know, which day that is. Now, I didn't really com- communicate that to my wife, so it, was, it, it caused tension. Instead of her being like, nope, you're committed to this. Like, get there. I don't care if you want to go. I don't care if you're tired. Or I don't care if the kids are crazy. Like, I know, like, we're on the same page. Yeah. I've got your back on this because you've got my back over here. So I've had a long day and I don't want to deal with the kids. But I know tonight is this night. And she doesn't, um, 
she's not resenting me yeah. for that. It's like, no, you go. I'm holding you accountable like you hold me accountable. You go, you do that because we're we're producing the lives that we want together. And so that's the tactical side of ways that like I'm approaching to set up 2021 and what really boils down to is clarity and then getting responsible around that clarity mm-hmm. and actually setting it up. And what I can promise you is it's a lot less complicated than it seems. Like it can seem like, oh, well, how am I going to organize that? I don't, I don't know when my, like exactly what my year looks like. So how would I schedule a vacation? Just schedule it. Just freaking schedule it. Yeah. It's, I've talked about the, when we finally started creating around our money, my wife and I, and like how it was this thing for years. We're like, yes, you know, oh, we both just kind of cringed. Like it was just going to be this big thing. And it's like a 15 minute thing. Once a week. And this huge part of our life is just handled. Like 15 minutes a week. Boom. Like took away an enormous amount of stress. 15 minutes a week. And that's what this is. You spend two, three hours and all of a sudden like your year is just so much smoother. Yeah. You know what? You're right. There's stuff you don't know about life. But you're at least starting from a base. Um, something that happened in 2021, one of our vacations that we had planned was to go to Disneyland. Well, COVID shut that down, but the adjustment was so much easier because it was like, oh yeah, that was planned. And now we're going to address it together, change the plan for something that works for all of us and carry on. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, it's just so much cleaner of a way to live life and it's like living responsibly and on purpose. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, it's funny how, like, just slowing yourself down and, and just, like, being like, okay, like, this isn't a complicated thing. Like, it really is quite simple. Mm-hmm. Like, the simplicity of, like, okay, well, like, you know, here here's a subject that I, I want to create intentionally around this year. And, like, yeah, this is what works for me. Okay simple right i write it down i get clear around how i'm going to be responsible around it bada bing bada boom and it's interesting about that because i had one thing i thought i wanted to create a certain way and i realized that it was actually not responsible to create it that way Mm. and now i'm working on figuring out okay so like i still want it in a certain way but i've got to create it differently because it was more of a fickle want than me being responsible and creating a way for it to actually work simply. Mm. And so, yeah, no, um, to go off kind of what you've been talking about, I've, I've done some similar things. Um, I'm probably two thirds of the way done of really getting clear uh, with myself and with Steph, um, on like what we want our 2021. We sat down over the weekend and really kind of just talked about most of the stuff that was, you know, between us as a couple and between us as parents and our kids. Mm -hmm. And now I've got some more, you know, stuff to do on my end of things. But yeah, it's, it's been so, I just love keeping it simple. Like it sounds cliche, I guess, and repetitive, but when I simplify it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is totally attainable. Well, dude, imagine what the world would be if the if everyone just simply said what they wanted. Like, talk about simplicity. Like, huh. man, how life would flow if everyone would just... 
And if it changes, it changes. Yeah. Like, then address that. Well, and that's another thing that I've – I actually – because I, I printed out my goals um, for 2020 at the beginning of 2020. And I, and I kept it on my nightstand all year <laughs> or in my nightstand. And it was really neat to sit down and be like, man – the majority of those I freaking knocked out of the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even looked at those goals in, uh, not six months, but probably four months. Yeah, and imagine if you brought more intention to that. Exactly. Like, you know, and, and COVID did have a, a few things to do there that, you know, just certain things were shut down and it, like, literally, like, it couldn't happen. Like the Disneyland vacation. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there was there was a couple places we want to go and, and, and some other things that, like, just couldn't happen because of COVID. And and some to just address like that, like, we always say, like, don't let other people, like, don't let out some circumstances control your life. But that doesn't mean that, like, the world has nothing to do with your life. Like, that's silly. Of course, like, there's other people that make decisions and things yeah. happen. I, I loved a phrase I heard a couple of days ago, and it's control the controllables. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I like that. Yeah. But it, it was cool to look at that, but then I'm also open to the fact that guess what? In a couple of months, something's going to come down the pipeline at me completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. And guess what? My year's going to change. It, I, like, it's not going to go exactly as I planned the whole year. Yeah. So, yeah, there is going to need to be some workability around yeah. it. Yeah. But you've got a place to start with. Yeah. To start. And that especially, I feel, is important in relationships like in close relationships like marriage and family. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're you're just talking about the same thing. Then there's actually substance there. Yeah. Well, and I've even – it's interesting you say that because something else is like for the first time, I've actually have and, – and there's still some more work to do. Like I don't only have – goals for like relationships that are just family but like friends too mm-hmm. and people that like you wouldn't typically set like a goal for a relationship with but I'm like hey like and it's not like this huge goal but it's like this is something that I want to accomplish in this relationship this year yeah simple as that yeah and that's dude and I I love that I mean that's always on my list and and it's something that like I said it just feeds things so I'm going to take an example of that and then And then, yeah, maybe you can share a little something and we can wrap up because we've gone a little bit. But I love how you put that. And I think it's something that is something that most people don't think about, but it's so useful. To me, I am committed to having deep and meaningful relationships. And time is something that's there to serve building relationships. And so I, I, I look to create opportunities to be able to spend time with people. And right now I'm in the middle of remodeling a house. And there's been a tension of like, oh, well, do it as cheap as possible. And like, yeah. And <laughs> as I've gotten clear on things, something that's come up for both me and my wife is like, we've got intentions to spend more time with friends. Like people that inspire us, that add to our lives, we want to spend more time with them. And so there's a time aspect and there's also like a, space and like having things in our life that add to that make it easier mm-hmm. give us a reason to be together yep um and it's all of a sudden like totally changed like okay i have this house and this house just like anything there's a bunch of commitments and intentions with it yeah yes when i sell this house i want to make money okay check yes while i live in this house i want to be comfortable yes i want to have a space that i can have friends and like it's set up for me to spend valuable time with friends. 
And it's like all of a sudden, like, adding some stuff to the backyard so it makes it easier to have people over and yada yada. Like, all of a sudden it's not like, oh, should I do this? Should I not? Oh, no. Oh, it's like, well, obviously. Yeah. Like, yes, I've got this intention of, like, having friends over twice twice a month. And so, like, yeah, it would make a lot of sense for me to have a patio to grill and, like, maybe a hot tub and a fire pit. Like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden that money's not so painful to spend. And it's like, no, that's why I make money is to help it serve relationships. Boom. And there's just so much tension in life that doesn't need to be there if you get clear. Oh, man, I a very similar experience in, in building the house we just moved into. I, You know... Started out well. We got to build it as cheap as we can. Da, 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 da. And yeah, like that. Like I, we we're in the midst of. It. I'm like, man, if I'm gonna build this and like, we're gonna be here and we want what we want out of life. Like I got to do this differently to create it so that like this is a benefit to that. And let me take a wild shot in the dark. What brings limitation is fear. Oh, absolutely. It's got to be cheapest because what if this happens and then that happens and and then I've got to get out of this house and what if I've got too much money sunk into it and fear, fear, fear. Your imagination is being, you're using your imagination irresponsibly not to think, and that's not to say that like make wise financial decisions that align with you, but generally it's not that. Generally it's your imagination running the muck and fear running the decision. Mm -hmm. And the situation with that house is completely different but completely works. Mm. And like, we're good with it. We're like, yeah, we're in a good spot. Now, are we as far along? You know, there's still things that, that are going to take a little longer to get done because we, the budget changed significantly on yeah. that house. Yes, absolutely. But guess what? We're completely fine with it. It's like, yeah, like yeah. We're, we just, we'll create around it. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Love it, dude. I think that was a perfect way to end. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was a neat experience. So dude, Everyone, share the podcast. Just share it. Share it with everyone you know. If it brought you even just a speck of value, share it with someone. A toda la gente. A toda la gente. Por favor. Por favor. I cannot think of how to say share. But we'll talk to you next time. Tell the ones push the button. Peace. Peace.